Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 76 of Metallicast, the Metallica podcast. I'm your host and fellow Metallica fan. My name is Brandon. On this episode, I'm joined by Sam Hart, one of the founders of Third World Posse, an organization that, along with Colombian artist Felipe Mora, is putting together a project called Dealing Out the Agony. The goal of this project is to raise money for the Children's Hospital St. Vicente Foundation as a way to help improve the quality of care and life expectancy of children dealing with cancer in Colombia. This is a great project with amazing art and for a fantastic cause. So after you listen to our conversation, if you would like to contribute and donate in any way, please check out the links in the episode description. Here is my conversation with Sam Hart talking about dealing out the agony. My guest today is one of the founders of Third World's Posse, one of the men behind the new project, Dealing Out the Agony, featuring the art of Colombian artist Felipe Mora. The goal of Dealing Out the Agony is to contribute 60% of its earnings to the Children's Hospital of St. Vicente Foundation as a way to help improve the quality of care and life expectancy of children dealing with cancer in Colombia. Please welcome to Metallicast, Sam Hart. Sam, how are you, man? Doing good, and thank you for having me. Like Once again, I was really a big fan of your Black Album Retrospective. Thanks, so it's, man. It's good to be on the show. Thank you, man. Yeah, this is the part of the show where I pretend like I just hit record for the first time, <laughs> and not this, uh, not the second time. I had a little bit of a tech issue. Fortunately, caught it right at the beginning here, as to not interfere with the flow of uh, yeah. of our wonderful conversation. But what I was saying before uh, we started recording, and before I. Uh, well, after I thought I pressed record, <laughs> uh, you had brought up uh, that you listened to the Black Album episodes, and I greatly appreciate appreciate all the support, my man. And uh, we were talking about the recent news of the Black Album remaster and the Blacklist compilation. The Blacklist compilation, I think, is going to be, out of everything, out of all the extras, perhaps the the initial highlight for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, but I think they're gonna. You think they're gonna release that as like a singular thing? You think? I mean, maybe not. I mean, who knows from Metallica? But that definitely is. But for me, I think it's like the riff tapes. Oh this, yeah. I mean, they usually upload those to Spotify, so hopefully they do that with this one. And that's that's like the main thing I'm looking looking forward to. Yeah, all that extra stuff will be really great too. I think the Blacklist compilation I just think is so interesting and. As much as I love the Black Album, I mean, that was my first 
Metallica. And that was my introduction yeah, to the band. Same, but same I just feel like there's so much out there already about the Black Album. It'll be I'll be impressed if they can release something that like has not been well documented yet. But I, I will I can confirm because I, I I subscribe to Apple Music. All that stuff is going to be on there because you can oh, access like the the track list now of the album even though it's not fully available yet um and i and i know that they currently have the remastered inter salmon which uh, i think sounds more or less like the original version of inter salmon yeah as, uh as frequent guest richard s he wrote on twitter it sounds like they just turned up the bass a couple decibels um but i mean you can't really do much with that i think it's just so perfect it stands the test of time it that, I mean, that album is still being copied by other bands in 2021 when it comes to producing and mixing their own album. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's definitely a perfect album, a sounding album. Um, like they put it on YouTube last night. Like I saw it and I clicked on it for like 10 seconds. Heard the first 10 seconds. It was like it just sounds exactly the same. Like I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to get anything more out yeah. of Enter Sandman remastered in 2021. But you know, yeah. Uh, but there is a, a, a live version of Mr. Salmon available. One of the live versions will be in the box that's available. And the demo is available. And the demo was interesting because, you know, you get to hear the bones of the song. Um, yeah. There's no vocals on this particular demo. It's just the riffs, drums. Uh, you can hear, you know, when Lars is trying out a drum fill that did not make the record or uh, hear, you know, how it's structurally a little bit different. Like a, the solo, if I, I only listened to it once, but if I recall the solo is like a little bit misplaced, it like goes from the second chorus immediately into a solo before going in to like the bridge. Um, so it, it was, it was definitely interesting to listen to. So I, would, I definitely agree with you. I would want to check out the others as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the beat on YouTube, like some things, like I remember listening to an old Sabbath True demo where it sounded a lot faster than than yeah. the finished version. So I mean, I think they've all been out there for a while, but hopefully there's some jewels in there. Like I think there's like a Jason like bass version of what My Friend of Misery or something like that. I was reading, so that's oh, that's really? the stuff I'm interested. Yeah, if that is true, that is worth the two hundred dollars right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was a rich man, I'd definitely be getting all. Yeah, of yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned that the Black Album was your first Metallic album. Yeah, actually, it was because I'm from Australia, so um, it was kind of hard. I was definitely a young kid getting into them, and the first song I heard was "Wherever I May Roam." they played it on a show called video hits in the morning. And it was kind of a weird song for them to be playing. Um, and I think they must've done it thinking back now because they must've been touring Australia at that time. Otherwise I, there's no way that that show would play a Metallica song. Right. So, and I was into like guns and roses at the time and like Metallica was like the next level. It was like me and my brother watched it, but our mouths is open. Yeah. We couldn't, it was it was life changing pretty much, and yeah. So we bought that on single, and then we got the black album after that, and then we spent pretty much the next year just obsessed with Metallica. We went straight back to Kill 'Em All after that, and just filled every Christmas and every birthday. It was like <laughs> we pulled out like money together just to get everything Metallica. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So yeah. when you heard the black album, 
you were not like me and were aware that there were other Metallica albums that existed? Uh, I mean, pretty much, like, just seeing them in the record store, pretty much. Like, yeah. I knew the Black Album's where you had to start with. Like, that's... Because yeah. that was the one that just came out at the time. And... Because I was always kind of scared of Metallica, because, again, this is before the internet. This is before right, anything yeah. like that. And all I saw about Metallica was, like, teenagers wearing the shirts with, mm-hmm. like, the artworks, like, the Ride the Lightning artwork, and it kind of, like, scared me, because yeah. I was into Guns N' Roses, and I thought that was extreme at the time. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this was also, like, pre-dad joke James Heffield and stuff. So. Oh, yeah, he was, he was, like, he was a cool-looking guy, and, yeah, it was, yeah. And I was, like, nine or ten at the time, so. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I do remember, uh, it's funny, because I remember hearing that album, and, like, I do remember elementary school Brandon thinking, like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong and dangerous. Yeah. Like, this yeah. band is, this this band is mean and bad. Yeah, like, was, <laughs> even the logo was dangerous. Like I used to yeah. see like graffiti around town, thinking, "Oh my god, yeah, that's crazy." But yeah, it's but yeah, that black album. I used to just listen to it on repeat, playing like Load Runner on an old three eight six computer. I remember those days. Yeah, I love and then by it. the time we the next one, we, we went straight to Kill 'Em All, and like. It was just on repeat. Like I, that's all I listened to was this Metallica for the next year, straight. Did Kill 'Em All take you by surprise? Going straight back there from the Black Album, yeah. or did you kind of know what to expect at that? No, point? we didn't. We had no idea. I remember we played. We bought it the same day we bought the Spaghetti Incident by Guns N' Roses. So I remember <laughs> that day, and we played that first, like hit the lights. And I thought it was Guns N' Roses for a second. I was like, did you put the Guns N' Roses in by mistake because his voice was so high? <laughs> and But yeah, that was, I don't know, it just took, took, we took a shine to that music. And no matter if it was the oldest stuff or the newest stuff, like I still think Kill em All is like probably my favorite of all of them. Oh, wow, yeah. To, to some degree, yeah. 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 There is a innocence in energy to that mm. record that I'm not sure they ever duplicated again because they did what good musicians do and matured in songwriting and grew as people, which is great. And I think, you know, I, me personally, it's not my third album. So I think their best work came after that, but there is that youthful energy and innocence that just cannot be recaptured because that was them at that moment. Yeah. There's a charm to it. Absolutely, yeah. Whereas it's, you listen to like the first album of like Sepultura or something like that, and it's pretty much unlistenable to some degrees. Whereas yeah. Metallica, they had talent right out the gate. They right, were listenable. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny when you know like later Metallica, you think like Hetfield would never sing a cheesy lyric like when we start to rock, we never want to stop again. again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and like with this project, like it kind of like you see how limited like the the song concepts are with Kill 'Em All because there's like mm-hmm. three or four songs which are pretty much the same concept of them rocking out a show and being the best baddest band you'll ever meet and going to a live show. That's like half the album. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. So to, to like with the project we're doing, it's kind of hard to like how many times can we paint a concert or something like that? Like sure. So we had to like delve in deeper to many songs and 
it, it was that's probably going to be the hardest one to do because the song concepts were so there wasn't real song concepts as compared to like ride the lightning right 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 so let's backtrack a moment let's start at the beginning and yep. what tell us the listeners and me what 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 is third world's posse okay so third world posse is a collection of artists from third world countries i got the the name from that old sepulture release that was released in australia the third world yeah. posse so they're all coming from third world countries and the idea is to give them a platform so they can showcase their talents and each say we've got artists from thailand who we've got colombia we've got philippines and each release will benefit a charity within that country nice so we got Felipe doing Metallica. I got another guy from Thailand called Smart Sontia. He's going to be doing a Rage Against Machine one. Oh, cool! Yeah. So at the moment, we're going to start with those two and just build from that. So, how do you get in contact with these artists? Um, it started a few years ago. I put out a comic book um, called Tales from the Black Circle. It was a, a Tales from the Crypt style comic book based on the history of black metal in Norway. Oh, nice. So I did that and I used an artist from Indonesia for some of the artwork. I think his name is Agus Sowa and he was a really mm-hmm. cool artist. And so when I added him on Facebook, like he, all his friends are artists as well. And so like I was just going on a little art hunt to see artists who I'd like to work with on projects. And then I came across Felipe's um, profile. Yeah. And I added him as a friend and I sent him a message just saying, hey, I love your work. Let's let's do something. And he never responded. <laughs> so I was like, all right, whatever. I left yeah. it like a couple of months. And then he uploaded another video because he uploads videos of him like hand painting these things. Oh, wow. And I was just like, I can't. Like, I have to get in touch with this guy. But I wrote the first message in English. Mm. So this time I got on a Google translator and wrote him out a message, like, from English, like, translating into Spanish and then sent him that one. Then he got back to me saying, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, let's work together. Nice. So, yeah, so the thing about Felipe is he's he's very young, he's very talented, but he doesn't speak a word of English. Mm. So, and then... We were going to, I was like, okay, let's do a project together. He's like, okay, what are we going to do? And then I had no idea. So then that lasted another month of just trying to come up with an idea. And then I was listening to, um, have you heard Alpha Metallica? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I, was li- I was listening to that and the host, Tom, Tom Quee, yeah. um, he was, he was describing like the four horsemen, I think it was, and he was saying how, um, during the solo, Kirk's guitar is galloping. His fingers are galloping down the fretboard or something like that. And, like, he can really paint pictures with his words, this, yeah. this podcast. So it's, like, it's really kind of crazy. And I was like, that's kind of crazy. I was, like, putting a visual in my head. And then, and at the same time, his whole thing is going through every Metallica song and, and doing a podcast about it. Right. And it kind of clicked in my head. I've got this really talented artist. Why don't we just go through every Metallica song and paint, like come up with concepts for the songs pretty much. So it's pretty much birth from Alpha Metallica. Like I pretty much just copied his thing pretty much. (laughs) That's awesome. So 
Yeah, so then I spoke to Felipe about it. I was like, you like Metallica? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, he he likes the music, but he doesn't understand the lyrics. So right. I have to pretty much conceptualize it, explain what the song is, the memes behind the songs, and pretty much like do like sketches with him to like, what are we going to do? Because mm-hmm. he's the talent, and I have to explain what the song means. So I'm like the conceptual artist, if that's if that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And he's the talent who can give birth to it with his with his hands of death, pretty much. Hands of death. <laughs> so then, what what is the next step in the process? So when you you walk through it, and then he basically gets to work on painting. Does he do multiple sketches? You kind yeah, of just sketches. go with. Yeah. There's a lot of sketches. We go back and forth on like like what parts we have to hit. Because there's certain parts of the songs. Like the first one we did was uh, Phantom Lord. So the guy had to have a sword in his hand. And, you know, there's like certain pinpoints of the song that have to yeah. be displayed. And then like a song like Seek and Destroy, which was, again, one of those, we're in town, we're going to kick your ass, we're the best metal bands. We had yeah. to like take it a, a different a different journey and so they mentioned brains a lot in that song our brains were on fire there's an yeah, evil yeah, feeling yeah. in our brains so we kind of just concocted like these these brain monsters attacking people pretty much so that's <laughs> you know some of it doesn't make sense but you know well again, it's, it's, it's kill them all so we're, right. we're learning like much as metallica improved over, over time we're hoping to improve over time as well so is the goal to start with this album and then do the other albums? Yeah, so we've done wow. it's like that's the first release. Yeah. We're pretty much a quarter of the way through um Ride the Lightning. We've oh, done wow. we've done a little bit of Master of Puppets and we're gonna go all the way up to the black album because I think I think yeah. there's a kind of point after the black album where um just personally, I, I don't. There's some songs on Load and Reload which I have no, no passion for. Really conceptualizing a, a, a drawing for poor twisted me, or you know. How not, do you feel about semen and blood? Just see, for I, every I like song. it. <laughs> like, I think it's a like, and that's a, another thing like that made me want to do this project yeah, yeah, yeah. was their artworks. Uh, like we, I used to stare at them constantly. While I used to l- yeah. listen to the art, like the album itself, and like try and draw them, mimic them at school and stuff like that. Like yeah. they've got, they always had really cool art. Like even like the Load album covers, they were cool. They had their own special qualities about them as well. Sure. But uh, Saint uh, Saint Anger, that's got a cool. I mean, Pusshead's mm-hmm. a genius. But then yeah. like the last two releases. Especially the last one, like Hardwired, has literally one of the worst cover arts I've ever <laughs> seen. Like, it boggles my brain. Like, why a band that that big came up with that artwork? But <laughs> so that's really cool. So I, because I, I was wondering when you when I heard about this project, um, I was like, I wonder why they settled on Kill 'Em All. So the fact that you, and then when you were explaining it you know, the album, you're like, you know, yeah, it's a hard album to interpret. I'm like, yeah, it is. So like, why yeah. that one? But it makes sense that you're, you know, going album by album, at least for the first five. Yeah. And like the original thing was, we we're going to do a book and it's going to be a 
12-inch kind of booklet with all the songs in it from the first five albums. And on the other side of the page, I was going to get um, quotes from musicians and artists to talk about why this is their favorite Metallica song and how Metallica influenced them. Right. So that was like the starting point. That was the whole plan. And and we had some cool artists. I had like Necro, like he's did a quote for it. I had Time Cop 1983. He was interested. Nova Rockefeller, I've been in touch with her. Mm-hmm. And they were all like interested in doing this thing. But then it was like, I remember Nova Rockefeller was saying she wanted to do the Nothing Else Matters um, painting thing, like the quote yeah. for that. I was like, well, that's going to be like ready in about a year and a half by the way we're going here. Yeah. So it was like, how do I like, and then I was putting them on social media and people were saying, how do I get this? Where can I buy this? And I was like, well, it's not going to be ready for a year and a half. So mm-hmm. I had to come up with another strategy. And then I was going to send them in poster tubes. But then when I tried that, it didn't look good. Like it was all rolled mm-hmm. up and stuff. And then, I just thought, why not just stick them in a, a vinyl sleeve, like a record? So it was kind of like you're getting a record. Yeah. And it kind of adds to like a collectible thing because sure. the whole thing was birthed from looking at records. So why don't we try and make it resemble a record as much as possible? And that way we can do chunks. Yeah, that's a really smart idea. Yeah, well, thanks. So, yeah, so Kill em All's done. And then hopefully every six months maybe less we will do another album so yeah i was gonna ask how long was the process just for this one about six months like from uh, yeah. conceptualizing to execution yeah about six months like a learning process yeah yeah but again it's all dependent on 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 felipe really like some days he can knock out two paintings in a week mm-hmm. he's he's obviously got other like people who want work with him as well so he's got to like manage sure. his time and yeah yeah but my thing was like, oh, I had to like nail him down and say, you've got to do all of this. Like, I'm willing to like work with you for this whole project because I'm, I'm, my concern was he was just going to get big and then just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's incredibly talented. Yeah. I was seeing some of the, the artwork online that was posted and it's truly phenomenal. The level of detail, yeah. the imagery, it's, it, it, it was really cool. Really, yeah. really well done. I'll, I'll let him know, but yeah, it's, He's, he's just such a young kid and like I thought it was like digital art when I first saw it but then yeah when he when he posts those videos of him like hand painting it with a small brush he just it's like a lost art pretty wow, much yeah yeah definitely so what what led to the specific charity that was chosen for this was that a decision by uh was that a it, joint decision nah, by it, guys, was, it, was, it was it was me pretty much um there's there's actually a lot of stuff going on in Colombia at the moment. Um, there's a lot of political unrest and stuff like that. So yeah, we're looking at like first we're looking at COVID stuff, but that's I don't know. It's and it's like the one thing I don't want to do is donate it to a charity where the money can just be can just disappear or something like that because mm-hmm. that's that's not what we want to do. We want to get like we want to be transparent where the money's going and. And pretty much um, everyone knows someone affected by cancer. It sucks. It's like I lost yeah. my father to it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously been affected by cancer as well. And so I just, we just felt that it's the best. Like 
I couldn't imagine having a child go through cancer. It just sounds like one of the most hellish things. And so if we could just do anything to, to help one family or whatever, just make the process better, just give them transport food, anything that this helps that process of them dealing with such a traumatic thing, then I feel like that's the best use of money that we could do. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree. I think that's a, I think it's a phenomenal, uh, you know, message, you know, when you messaged me about this project at, at first I was like, Oh yeah, look at this art. It's fantastic. But then, you know, as I realized what it was for, I was like, this is, uh, you know, I, important work that I think, you know, the word needs to be out there. Um, oh, and, and, you know, I, I metalheads are very giving people, they the Metallica are. fan base, you know, uh, uh, especially with the Metallica's own charity, all within my hands. Um, you know, they're always stepping up, I think, to donate, give time. Um, so how can anybody listening interested, how can they support this project and donate and all that uh, good stuff? Uh, well, if they wanted to donate, they could go to Indiegogo, which is and then search for projects and then just third world posse. So I just think if you search for that in Indiegogo, you should get to it. Um, otherwise you can go to Facebook. We're on Facebook. So it's, and then just go to facebook.com slash third world posse six, six, six or Instagram, which is instagram.com slash third period world period posse. But yeah, and you'd be able to get to the Indiegogo from that. Um, we're also on, um, we also have a little post in the Metallica forums on the Fifth Club um, membership thing on their little website. Oh, nice. So yeah, you, you'd be able to find us, but just type in Third World Posse dealing out the agony and awesome. you'll get to us. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, and I'll be sure to include all those links in the episode description. So. Please, cool, cool, cool. If, I'll, if, I'll send them to you, yeah. Oh, perfect. And if you're listening, please, it'll be a click away in the episode description if, if you have the means, if you're interested. And in the end result, too, not only do you get to give to a good cause, but you get really fantastic work. And I'm not just saying that because Sam is sitting in front of me. <laughs> um, no, it, it's really cool. I was really impressed. Very Pusset inspired, I feel like, in a lot of ways. Yeah, definitely. He was, he's always been a big influence. Sam, this was fantastic. Anything else about Third World Posse or uh, Dealing Out the Agony? When can people expect some of the other projects coming out from you guys? I mean, we're still doing... Um, it's going to be Ride the Lightnings next. That's, without a doubt, that's going to be the first thing up. Like, I'm still working with this other guy with the Rage Against Machine one. He's being a bit slower, but again, that's, you know, you can't rush the talent pretty much. But yeah, we're just like... I think, like, while I've got Felipe working as hard as he is, we're just going to churn out as much as we can. Sure. Because who knows, like, what could happen. But sure. while we're on to it, we're doing it. Well, at worst case, I draw a mean stick figure. That's, yeah, I can put you yeah. down, man. <laughs> we'll relocate you to a third world country, and then we'll get it going. People will be like, I'll give you money if he stops drawing. There you go. That's the next strategy. <laughs> yeah. This was great, Sam. Let me yeah. ask you a couple uh, couple quick questions about Metallica. Yep. You mentioned your favorite albums, probably Kill 'em All. Do you have a favorite song? Man, 
It changes every day, but I'm going to say Blackened. Blackened, I like that one. I'm going to say, like, Injustice for All is my favorite album. I don't know. Like, it just changes. I can't. Yeah. No, I, 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 I hear that's funny. That, that happens a lot. Either people know very specifically what it is, yeah. or is that general answer like that's i think i could give my favorite album and i could give my favorite song yeah i would say probably master puppets to both okay yeah if i have to name one but beyond that i'm like i i don't know i can't tell you one day black album is gonna be number two then it'll be ride the lightning the next day yeah and then it's gonna be you know my top five i'm like sometimes kill them all is my top five sometimes it's not sometimes loads in my top five sometimes it's not sometimes it, it just depends on my mood because i i i have a fonder uh fonder memories of load reload because i was in middle school when that was coming yeah, out, so I mean, that was yeah, like same with me like the things with load and reload there's songs which i can skip quite easily whereas on the first yeah. five albums i'd never do that yeah but on load there's like absolute gems like bleeding me the outlaw torn oh yeah on reload you got unforgiven too and i think they're like all top 10 songs yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it's like past the five albums like i think the first five albums are just front to back perfect but the last how many releases have done i can find at least two or three songs which i think are an amazing amazing songs like even on hardwired which Again, I can skip a lot of those songs, but Spit Out the Bone is, that's easy top 10 for me. That's a classic song. Where does Metallica rank for you? If you had to make like top five favorite metal bands, would they make the top five? They're, they're number one. Oh, all right. There's a time when they weren't, but then they've come. Yeah. yeah. Like the longer, long, longevity is longevity. Longevity. Yeah. They, I mean, you can't say they're not number one. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it it really is like unparalleled what they've been able to do yeah. at, outside the genre of metal, but especially inside the genre of metal. I mean, it, we were we started talking about the Blacklist compilation at the beginning. It's like look at that album alone. There's no yeah. other metal band no. that could bring all those people together from you know Ghost to Darius Rucker of Hootie and the Blowfish. Like this. Oh, wow. Is that where he's from? Wow. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a successful country singer now. Jeez. Oh, like I saw like, <laughs> like the Miley Cyrus and Elton John's on there. Like, yeah. Jesus. Like yeah. that's, they've just got reach and I don't yeah. know. I'd be lying to myself if I said they weren't number one. Yeah. I, even though I am looking forward to, uh, the Rain and Blood remastered tribute album with Miley Cyrus. I think that would be pretty done. cool. Yeah, is she I'm still sure. doing the full Metallica one though? Because yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I don't read. know. Yeah, I, I have a feeling, and I could be wrong. She could prove me wrong. I have a feeling though this was more in line with like what she was talking about. Does, I think this maybe like the, maybe the full Metallica cover album was this just she's not doing oh, okay the, you yeah, know what i'm saying you. yeah yeah like you could interpret it that way yeah um, i mean that makes sense that's disappointing because yeah. you know like i thought she would have like killed like bleeding me or like something like that she could have really done some crazy stuff for that well i agree that's the thing a lot of people were you know you know how metalheads can be sometimes a lot of people were, like yeah. hating i'm like but she's got a good voice she's gonna have good people backing her up i'm like this could be really cool i think yeah you know? yeah 
Like, I just think that Nothing Else Matters is, like, this is a pretty boring song. It doesn't challenge you, if that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, in, uh, I will say a lot of people have been saying how, like, like what you said at the start where there's just so many Nothing Else Matters. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never... Like, in like the one of Wolf and Man, you know, yeah. one struggle within. It's like you couldn't find a second person to do one of those songs. Exactly. You know? like they're the ones I'm actually interested in hearing, like the, the lesser known ones. Yeah. Like, Enter Sandman, yeah, I've heard it covered a million times, but, you know, they got to give the fans what they want. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's the biggest album of all time, pretty much. So, yeah, without a doubt. Definitely since 1991, it's the biggest album. Yeah. Have you had a chance to see Metallica live? Yeah, that was my first show in 98, 98 on the Reload Tour in, in Sydney, Australia. Nice. What was that like? It was, I mean, it was everything I thought it would be. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I got to see Jason. I'd love to see them again, but... Yeah. Yeah. But they just, they're just they're so big now. It's just kind of hard. They played Seattle where I'm living now. Mm-hmm. And they play in like the big stadiums, and I don't know. This doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of miss like you. the smaller, the smaller venues. Well, it was nice the uh, on the World Wire tour before they had to kind of stop everything because of COVID. Yeah. They did the they did the the stadium run, which I saw them in, and then they did kind of like the BC cities, in yeah. like the small arena. So I was able to see them. I saw them in the in a giant stadium or uh i mean metlife stadium they call it now in new york new jersey oh wow that'd be crazy yeah and then i saw them um in albany in like a small arena so it was cool to see them on uh, you know kind of do it both ways but yeah the they were they only play the arenas now it seems like on those like smaller kind of secondary markets if they yeah. come you know to new york city if they come to boston I don't know if they're really how how often they're going to hit up the arenas these times, but maybe they will. Maybe they'll do. You know, I think when they come back, like they're just going to sell out so quickly, like ever since COVID. But yeah, it's the biggest band in the world. So, but what's your favorite Metallica song? I think I I I always go with Master Puppets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always go with Master Puppets because I, I I mean I love the song. But I think if somebody had never heard Metallica before and you, you play, play that up. one song, that kind of captures everything I think they do really well as a band. You have, you know, the the complex song structure, the the lyrics, the catchiness, the you have riffs that are heavy and fast, groovy, you have the whole interlude with like the sweeping guitar melodies and harmonies and the yeah. big solo and the big chorus in the sing-along master, master. Yeah. It, it just like packs everything in in eight minutes yeah i mean they're just a phenomenal band it's silly yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it it's always insane to me what they were able to do at such a young, young age, age. Like, yeah definitely like i am 36 now and mm-hmm. i will never write my master puppets <laughs> no i can't even write a four horseman man or a motor breath or a struggle yeah. with like a leather charm song or whatever <laughs> without a doubt sam this was so great make Damn. sure if you're listening you check out the links in the episode description tell everybody one more time where uh 
some of the links and where they can find okay. you on social media. So go to Indiegogo. And so it's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com slash projects slash third world posse dealing out the agony. That'll get you there. And actually, and, and let's go Facebook. So facebook.com slash third world posse 666. That's awesome. it. Sick. Love it. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure. A huge thank you to Sam Hart from Third World Posse for coming on to talk about dealing out the agony. Check out the links in the episode description if you want to donate and contribute. It is for a great cause. And the art from Felipe Mora is really fantastic. You can check out uh, a couple of the images that I will have posted on social media at MetallicastPod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For proof of that, you can see some images on Indiegogo as well. Just truly great stuff. In addition to follow me on social media, please, if you're new to the podcast, download, subscribe, and leave a positive five-star review on Apple Podcasts. All that goes a long way in helping the podcast continue to grow on my quest for world domination. Special thank you to Hector Castro, the man behind Bison, the one-man band responsible for all the original music you heard in this here show and in all episodes of Metallicast from this point forward, including our epic Creeping Death intro, which I love so much. So check out the links in the episode description for Bison and support him and his music any way that you can. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, Melibrassia! Fans not experts.